Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast. I'm Haley Luckadoo, educator, website designer, wedding planner, and big dreamer who took a hobby business born out of a college dorm room and turned it into a successful multi-business empire. I run on hard work and Dr. Pepper, and if it comes in pink, you better believe I want it. This podcast is for women in almost any industry who want the resources and inspiration to do what sets their soul on fire. I'll interview women who are exceptional at what they do to bring you the tools and knowledge that you need to succeed and to create the life you dream of. Welcome to this episode of Females on Fire. I am very excited about this episode today because we have a wonderful guest. If you've ever been on Instagram and seen the hashtag Imperfect Bosses, this is the lady that started it all. So I'm super excited to introduce Ashley from the Imperfect Bosses movement. Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. So uh, just to dive right in, how did you get started? Like, where did this come to be? And how did you um, sort of make your mark on Instagram? And, and how did you get where you are? Yeah, well, you know, like all great things, it took time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's, I mean, some of the beauty of the Imperfect Boss campaign itself, of kind of talking about more of the journey and imperfect parts that it takes to, to kind of get to that place of success that we see constantly on Instagram. Because I would ultimately say that my journey in terms of learning how to create messages, how to rally people around a message, how to create movements, social campaigns, and grow thriving communities started when I was in high school and I was like this little activist. I was very shy in normal life, but it's like, if you could get me talking about something that had to do with activism, I would like, I would do, I would face all my fears for it. Um, And it really, really kind of brought me out of my shell and showed me that I had gifts in terms of inspiring and in terms of being able to like create that magic moment where you communicate a message and inspire someone to take action with it Uh, and so it kind of it kind of started in that realm of activism so I did a lot of uh, a lot of different like community outreach things a lot of like getting students to do things whether it be like give me your money or like sign these letters and like I remember one year we did we bought like Christmas presents for a family and a single mom who had like seven kids. Um, and I was like to the student body, I was like, give me all the money you have. Uh, and it was just little things like that. And I ended up going to school in university for human rights and really thought that I would stay down that activism path. I thought that I would, I thought that I would work for something like the United Nations, that I would work in government, or that I would work 
for the nonprofit. But what ended up happening was I did my degree and then I was working for government and I just was not loving it. And it just like didn't seem to really be working out and I really didn't have the passion to make it work. And so through a long series of events, including volunteering overseas and then working menial jobs and I was in a situation where like I had all this experience I had these gifts and strengths but I was your like classic university graduate where I like couldn't find a job and I was like had to move back in with my mom and I worked for my uncle at the time but it was like a job it was one of those jobs you know like where you don't really have to use your brain <laughs> one of those and so I had all this time to think <laughs> and uh, I was actually supposed to be doing some filing but instead I was I wrote a poem <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that poem sparked an idea for an online community and I was like I'm gonna do this because it's, it can be a way for me to plug in my passion and my gifts, even though my life has gone the way that I thought it would. And so, and so I ended up doing that and it really took off. And I ended, that was kind of my, my experience at first starting to do something with impact in the online world in social media in an online business and just within a few months I had had the experience of uh, of creating income through it and realizing like there were a lot more possibilities out there for me than I had previously been told and so kind of just started running with that and ended up getting laid off of that part-time job like literally a couple months later and, and I said you know like now or never so I and that's ever since that day I've been working full-time in my business and and so my business has evolved so much over the years but the the things that have kind of stayed the same are that I am seriously passionate about creating life-giving communities about rallying people around important messages about creating movements of vulnerability and confidence and really inspiring and empowering women to be exactly who they are and bring everything that they have to the table. And and so whether that was that initial community or whether it's the Imperfect Boss Now, honestly, I feel like the vision has has really stayed the same. And I think that with business, it's been, anyone who runs a business knows like it's such a, it's such a journey, such an adventure, and I, from the beginning, have kind of termed it for myself, like personal growth on steroids. And <laughs> I love that. It's like, and I think that was one of the most unexpected parts of running a business and has become such a huge part of my story about learning how to face myself right. <laughs> and all the ways that I hold myself back and how to actually sit with that and, and work through those things so that I can experience more success and ultimately impact more people in the process. So um, that's a little bit of my story. I love it. I absolutely love all of that. And I've, I've participated in a few of those imperfect boss movements on Instagram now. And so 
I kind of know a little bit about your heart and, and where it was at when you started it. And it's just, it's awesome to see how you've grown it so far, because I remember the very first one. Mm-hmm. And so just to see all of those women sharing their stories has been amazing. So kudos to you on that. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. And just for those that are listening that don't know what it mm-hmm. is, that have never heard of the Imperfect Boss Movement, can you just sort of tell them uh, yeah. what it's about? Yeah, so the Imperfect Boss is basically on a mission, two missions really, one to make imperfect normal and two to inspire women and confidence. And it was ultimately born out of a real vision to show people that it's actually really normal to be imperfect despite what you see on social media. Uh, And especially like in the area of building a business and making your dreams happen. I feel like you come up against your imperfections in a totally unique way. Um, And the, the journey, the process is so imperfect. Like there's mistakes and there's failures and there's, moments that we don't ever talk about online. Uh, And I really wanted to create a space where, and kind of bring that message where we could realize that, wow, it's actually normal. So that we would be encouraged, uh, even when we're facing those things that we're like, this is just a part of the process, like we can keep going. It's not, I think sometimes this thing happens, especially when you're first starting out where it's like, oh, like this isn't going how I thought it would, like, I'm like, I clearly must not be cut out for this or there must be something wrong with me or whatever, but that's actually not true at all. What it's just the, it's just kind of the nature of taking risks and being brave and making things happen that you're going to make mistakes and that you're going to fail and that it's going to get crazy and that you're going to be emotional. And, and so it's born of that. And then also kind of this to inspire women to confidence because I have noticed in myself and I've noticed in so many women that we have really equated perfection with confidence. Um, and we think that I, I have to wait till I'm perfect till, till I can be confident. But the truth that I believe is that you can be confident right now today with everything that you have going on. And so, and, and then like everything will be transformed if you choose to practice confidence today you know, the impact you have on people, how you show up in the world, the quality of your work, the relationships you can have. So um, that's, that's kind of the mission and how it started was, uh, it started two and a half years ago, because I had a moment when I was scrolling Instagram, and I was overwhelmed by the level of perfection, and thought to myself, like, this is not my reality how can this be anyone's reality and we need to talk about the other side like we need to talk about what actually goes on to create thriving businesses and it kind of really it was one of those like magic moments like it came to me in like under a second I just said to myself I said I'm I need to start a campaign called hashtag the perfect boss and I did it like I did it right away. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how that, that began. That's amazing. That's so, so cool. I love it just because of what you said about, you know, 
how as business owners, especially we are very hard on ourselves. And I know Mm -hmm. I'm super guilty of that too. Uh, even now having, you know, owned multiple businesses and done everything I've done. I know there's still moments where I sit down and I'm like, what if I can't do this? So I think it's awesome that you created a space where it's okay to say I might fail. It's okay to say I might not be good at this, but I'm showing up anyway. Um, yeah. And so I love that. And I, I think that's why the movement really um, kind of sat on my heart for a while when I first heard you talk about it. Um, and I first heard all of the stories on Instagram that people were sharing. Mm-hmm. And it definitely made me want to participate. And obviously there are thousands and thousands of other women who feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've gotten tons of people that have participated in these movements and they're amazing. How many movements uh, on Instagram, how many campaigns have you done now? We've, I've done six. Six. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was a lot. I just couldn't. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I, think I participated in like four of them and then I maybe participated in the fifth one like by accident, not even realized it was actually going on when I <laughs> the hashtag, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's inspiring. It really is because I think to be the person willing to stand up and be that vulnerable is very hard. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that you did that is just, it's very, very inspiring. Let's just say that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And I'm so glad you have been able to take part in that. Yeah, definitely. That's what makes them awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, um, for our listeners, there's a Facebook group as well, right? Yeah. 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 So you guys, if you're listening, you should definitely join that because I know um, there are women sharing their stories in there too. And it's just very, very impactful. Yeah, absolutely. We have a bunch of stuff going on all the time. So yeah, it's awesome. And I, I'm right in saying this, aren't I, Ashley, that you have a camp that's yes. coming up very, very soon. You're correct. how did that come to be how did that come out of an instagram movement Mm -hmm. well i've always wanted to do an event like for the last 10 years (laughs) (laughs) and so and i mean event i mean anyone who's done events or even thought about doing events like it can i feel like it takes so many leaps of faith do events especially like when it's your first big one and so I kind of like was putting it off and I just was like there's never going to be a perfect time the perfect time is right now (laughs) so uh I was like now or never (laughs) so I uh and I had really wanted I really had wanted to do something in person for Imperfect Boss because there's a level of vulnerability that you can have offline that you can't have on social media right and and just like the level of relationships you can create and and life transformation ultimately so uh, I knew that I wanted to do an event and I wasn't sure what it was going to look like but when I started looking into how to do it I really fell in love with the idea of doing a camp because I felt like it just was a, a beautiful expression of the culture that I tried to create online where it's like show up as you are and that's very much a camp situation (laughs) like you're very much showing up as you are and you're away from like the hustle and bustle of the internet and of living in the city even and so 
it gives you the opportunity to like really connect with yourself and really connect with other people and and see what happens when you get into that space so that was kind of my just kind of my process behind it all and I've actually been planning it for a very long time I started planning it last October and now it's in this October so that's so awesome yeah, yeah I love I I just love it it touches my heart so much in so many ways so mm-hmm. I just love everything that that you're doing in that space that's amazing thank you so tell us what your advice would be if somebody say they want to start an Instagram campaign the way that you you started Imperfect Bosses how would they go about that what would your advice be to them Mm -hmm. well I have a few thoughts but (laughs) one is one is that you should absolutely do it and I believe that social media campaigns are the most powerful way to get your message out there and to grow your audience and to have a lot of impact in a short period of time. It was crazy when I built the first campaign. I did it off my personal account and I only had, I think I only had 1600 followers and within a year I had over 8,000. Wow. And awesome. So it was like crazy growth and I didn't even do anything weird to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then, and then the perfect boss count didn't even come out till I think after the second campaign and now it is over 18,000. And so like audience, that's some serious proof of audience growth. Definitely. And, but ultimately when you're thinking about starting a campaign, the first thing you need to think about is you need to think about your message because every good campaign is built on a, a solid message and if you try and build a campaign that's not built on a solid message it'll struggle to have the effectiveness or even like the momentum that you want and, and so that's the first step really solidify what your message is because ultimately my strategy for campaigns is that campaigns are just giving people the opportunity to experience your message so that they don't just hear it but they are impacted by the process of experiencing it. And so that's the first step. I'll tell you there's five steps. So that's the first step. Second step is come up with the campaign concept, which is ultimately what I would just mention, coming up with an opportunity for someone to experience your message and you want it to be super easy. Like it's gotta be a super easy prompt. For example, like it could be like, oh, like, write down 10 of these things and then pick one and then like put it on your wall and like take a photo. Um, it would, it has to be super simple in order for the campaign to take off. Then the third step is rally. So you need to rally people to get involved. So a big reason why my campaigns have been so successful is from influencer rallying. Uh, so in every campaign I've had, between 50 to 150 influencers and they can just take your message where you could never but you could also use other rallying like rallying your audience rallying the media then the fourth step is launching it so getting it ready putting it out in the world doing the actual thing and then the fifth step is leadership so often if a campaign is done well it, and you'll have a lot of momentum after like it's almost like a little bit of electricity 
that's how I like to describe it. Um, and it's so addictive. <laughs> and, uh, and you just need to decide, like, what are you going to do with, what are you going to do with these people? Like, where are you going to lead them? Where are you going to take them? Um, and it doesn't have to be like crazy, something intense, like, like planning an event. Like it could be something <laughs> like sign up for, or like be a part of my Facebook group now or whatever. Right. And um, those are the, my five pillars of social campaign creation. I love that. Yeah, that was so like simple to follow and I thought it was going to sound really complicated. So that was awesome that, that you broke it down so well. That's great. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously more layers, but that's right, right, of course. The steps. Yeah. So can you dive in a little more? Because I know I've heard a lot of people talk about wanting to start campaigns and they really, you know, they kind of have their message. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. about but they struggle on the finding influencers part so can you just sort of talk yeah. about what was your process in reaching out to those people and how did you get them excited about your message yeah I ultimately think this has to come down to the pitch the email pitch right Um I honestly feel like that's what's got me to so many influencers and some pretty heavy hitters in different circles I think that you need to be convinced of your vision for the campaign. You need to be convinced that it really matters. And you need to need to be so convinced of it that if someone came back and said no, you would consider it their loss, not yours. Wow. I love that. And like, so far, I, I definitely have that belief with pitching, like anything, sponsorship pitching, influencer pitching. Um, they'll they'll come back and they'll be like I don't know I'm like you don't know what you're missing (laughs) um and so and I mean that like when you come at a pitch with that that level of energy the person on the other end can feel it like the enthusiasm becomes contagious I remember I had a situation once where a girl was like um who had a lot of followers was basically like tell me why I should do this for free because I don't pay the influencers. Right. Because there's so many. That would be crazy. Um, and I was like, listen, <laughs> if you do this, you could change people's lives. <laughs> um, and so anyway, she ended up saying yes. But it was because of that contagious level of enthusiasm. So do whatever you can to cultivate that. But in a very practical sense, the other thing I would say is, and I kind of touched on this even in terms of the the concept but when you're especially when working with influencers you need to make the ask as simple as possible and so almost for all my campaigns my ask is simply this that they would post with us during the campaign that they would tag me and use the hashtag I don't even ask them to like send me their picture or send me their Instagram link like I do all that work for them because I want to make it so easy for them to say yes and so easy for them to do it and I think, honestly, that's one of the biggest mistakes people make with campaigns and influencer outreach is either that they don't have a well-worded pitch, they don't believe, they don't ultimately believe in their vision or they're having trouble communicating it, or they're making the ask way too complicated or way too big. And so if you can focus on those three things, I think you can be the winner. I love that. And I love... I- I'm probably going to like write that quote down and stick it on my desk uh, <laughs> about 
you know, looking at it as their loss and not yours. So I love that. And I think, I think that applies to everything though, not just running a campaign. I think that's a, just a great application for your entire life is, is if you're asking of something of someone to look at it as their loss, if they say no, that's really beautiful. Yeah. I guess even too with like customers and clients. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. For sure. So where is it going? Where does it, where does Imperfect Boss go from here? Yeah. Well, man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I honestly like, because I think we're, I don't know, like 26 days out or something from the camp. Right. And it's like, when I look ahead, that's all I see. And, but I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm excited to see what we do in the future in terms of future campaigns and partnerships and events and ultimately no matter what happens my I will still be like crazy about the mission to make it perfect normal whether it's in business or in life and so I love that I absolutely love it it's awesome and you guys Ashley is amazing so you should absolutely follow her on everything and join the Facebook group and show up to future camps because I love this girl. We, we sit there and chat about TV shows all the time and (laughs) she's, she's absolutely amazing. So, um, so I have a little, a little speed round that I like to ask all of my guests at the end of the episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) So what is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? Well, I'm, I guess it would be looking at my cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Got to check those messages. (laughs) Like who emailed me? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so me. And I've tried so hard to get better about that and like get up first, but it never happens. I have to know right away. Yeah. There was like a week where I did like, I well, I have started putting my phone on airplane at night, which does help. But then I would do like a guided meditation before I looked at my notifications. But it don't it didn't last very long. I got to get back into it. <laughs> it. It was a good effort, right? That's all that yeah. matters. It's the okay. thought that counts. Totally. Awesome. Well, what is your go-to snack during the day? What do you like to snack on? Honestly, probably donuts. Donuts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So you're a you're a, a sweet snack kind of person. Yeah. Anything like pastry. I'm like, give that to me. <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. Oh my god, yes. I'm a cupcake person. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and we have this little cupcake shop like right down the street that a good friend of mine owns and it's the best cupcakes in the world. So mm-hmm. when people come here to visit us, I'm like, this cupcake will change your life. Like you don't understand. <laughs> And so every time my husband is getting off work or something, I'm like, go get me a cupcake. It's amazing. Yep. So I love it. What's your favorite quote or the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Okay. I've had the same favorite quote since I was like 15. You ready for it? Oh my gosh. Yes. It is. It goes, catch on fire with enthusiasm and people will come for miles just to watch you burn. Oh, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Say it again, because it's so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Catch, on 
catch on fire with enthusiasm and people will come for miles just to watch you burn. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I want that on a poster in my office. I know. That's... It's like my life. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think you've, I, I can see how that has very much um, impacted your life because mm -hmm. that's literally what you've done. You went out on Instagram and said, hey, I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to be exactly who I am. And people yeah. have literally joined you by the thousands in doing that. So that's. They've watched me burn. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. I especially love it too, since this is called females on fire. So I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the word fire. Like, yeah. That's so cool. That, that, that's awesome. That, that can be the new motto for the show. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And what is one item that you cannot live without? One item I can't live without. I honestly would probably be a thing like one of my blood, my throw blankets. Um, like even I went on vacation and I brought it with, I brought one with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do that with my pillow. Oh like yeah. My, yeah. I love my pillow. And actually it's my dad's old pillow. So this is really gross to you guys. So I apologize for, for, <laughs> for the disgustingness that I'm about to unveil. But my dad has actually had this pillow since he was like eight years old. And I know you're supposed to change your pillow like every five years, but I don't care. Um, so I stole it from him when I was two and I still have it and I still sleep on it like every night and it's completely intact. And so I, mm -hmm. I literally cannot sleep without my pillow. I've been sleeping on it for decades. So Isn't it like flat? No. It's actually not, which is really weird, but it looks disgusting. I'll, I'll say that. And we wash it all the time. Don't get me wrong, but, <laughs> but it looks like it's very old. So it's the dinosaur of all pillows and I still sleep on it. The dinosaur. <laughs> I love it. My husband's like, people don't need to know that about you because they're never going to speak to you again because they're going to think you're the most disgusting person on the planet. Well, I still love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. Website, social media handles, give us all the things. Yeah, so websites you can find me at ashleybowden.com or theimperfectboss.com. And really for social media, I'm mostly on my, only on Instagram. Um, so ashley.bowden or imperfectbosses. Awesome. And you guys really should follow Ashley because she's constantly a source of inspiration. So she's amazing. Well, thank Ashley, you. thank you so much for being here today. I know sometimes sharing your story can be a little difficult. I know you guys, she was a little worried beforehand. She's like, I don't know if I can talk about myself for that long. So, <laughs> so you, you did good. You did good. So thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart for, for coming on and just sharing a little bit about your story and for being willing to be the person that stands up and is vulnerable and encourages others to be that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be talking to you very soon because we have TV shows to catch up on, but thank you again for coming on and everybody tune in next time. That's it for this time, ladies. But if you have just a minute, it would make my day if you would write a review and share how much you love this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the best of the best. 
If you're not already subscribed to the newsletter or following along on Instagram, you can find me at Haley Luckadoo on all social media and at HaleyLuckadoo.net for this episode's show notes, the blog, the shop, and pretty much all the good stuff. I'll be bringing you a new episode very soon, but until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.